This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Thomas, and I'm the podcast coordinator and content specialist here at Mercy. And I am Dr. Brooke Keels, the Senior Director of Counseling and Program Strategy here at Mercy. And I'm Melanie Wise, the Senior Director of Outreach here at Mercy. Um, If you're listening, thinking, why does Melanie sound so weird? It's because it is springtime in Tennessee. Allergies are in full swing, and I was like, do I really, should I really be recording my voice today? I don't know if that's (laughs) going to be enjoyable for anyone, but here I am, guys. I'm going to do my best, Um, but we are really excited that you guys have joined us for today's show. Um, We, if you have not already been with us for the last couple of weeks, we are basically taking a, a little bit of a deep dive into each of our seven keys to freedom that we basically teach in everything that we do in our program and in our inpatient outpatient programs outreach. It is like the bread and butter to who we are as an organization um, and really how we see the journey to freedom. And so really excited because today we're going to um, be diving into key number two. We did key number one last week. Today is key two, and it's going to be renewing the mind, which is one of my personal absolute favorites. Um, And I I just feel like it really, it's just kind of one of those keys. It's like, it's, this is a game changer. I'm like, if you don't know how to renew your mind in the way that scripture talks about, like, I don't know how you're ever going to experience freedom and wholeness. Like this, this one to me, it's like, this is a, this is not an optional key. Like, oh, you could kind of get through life without knowing how to do this. That's, I I just really think it's, it's absolutely pivotal. And so I I think, you know, when we talk about this specific key, I always, in my mind, go back to, well, who is our enemy and what is his like mode of operation, right? And scripture is pretty clear all throughout, but I don't think there is any scripture that is more clear than John 8, 44, which says, and it's talking about the enemy, that he was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. And it says, when he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So pretty clear from that, but also look at all of scripture. You're like, he he was a liar. That's what he, he has always used deception and lies to attack us, to attack God's children, which is why this key is so, so important because this key is all about how to address the lies of the enemy. And it just even the you know terminology of mind, that's straight from scripture. It's from Romans 12 too. It talks about how, you know, letting God transform you by the renewing of your mind. I love the um, New Living Translation. It says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's pretty basic. That's what it's all about. So, Really at the end of our day or at the end of the day, renewing our minds means doing away with those unhealthy thought patterns, those lies and replacing them with true 
godly thoughts that are based on truth. And so really at the end of the day, this one for me, it's like, this is not just something that we can kind of like do in our own willpower. There's a supernatural thing that happens in this process. So it's like, how do we, how do we partner with God in this process? Because we need his supernatural intervention to do what only he can do really in changing those patterns. And so you know, if you just kind of look at this, how this plays out in our lives, we talked um, a couple of weeks ago about the tree analogy and just how we all have these deep roots and these deeply ingrained belief systems that really inform the way we live everyday life. No matter how healthy you might think you are today or how many issues you do not think that you have, everything that you do, the way that think the way that you operate, the way that you speak, the attitudes that come out of you, it's all being informed by this belief system. And that stuff starts in our early childhood years. That's when this stuff starts getting deformed. So like, if you think about if this, if my belief systems were getting formed in my early childhood years, man, if I'm 30, 40, 50 years, that stuff can be deeply ingrained in us. And so we always kind of talk about like trails. It's like these trails of thought that have just been deeply ingrained in our minds over the years. And really we kind of like using that trail analogy because it's like, is it possible to um, see a redirect a trail? Yes, it is absolutely possible to do that. Like an actual physical trail out in the woods. You can do that, but it takes some time and it takes some effort and it takes some work. And so our brains work that way. I mean, I'm going to let you speak to all that piece, but like, that's how it, that's how we are literally like biologically able to redirect those pathways in our minds. Um, and so, and, and really choose to create new ones. And so that really is at the end of the day, what this key is all about. Mercy Multiplied exists to provide opportunities for all to experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. Our residential program is for women ages 13 to 32, and our outpatient services are for women ages 13 and older. Both programs are voluntary, biblically-based, and completely free of charge. Our goal is to help women in our programs permanently stop destructive cycles, discover purposes for their lives, and experience God's unconditional love, forgiveness, and life-transforming power. If you or someone you know would like to apply to one of our programs or you'd simply like to find out more information, you can start by heading to our website at mercymultiplied.com. Yeah, I mean, and just from, you know, I've been on this kick for a while, but right. Mind, body, spirit. Like we have to remember that um, we've got to do all the things. (laughs) And so, but the body piece is so important. That is how our brain is, right? Like it is um, how we, uh, it, it gets used to doing something one way and in our renewing the mind, you literally are changing it. And, and so, but you have to partner with it and actually do it. Um, and this is why this key is, uh, in my mind, the most help. Like if you don't learn anything else, I mean, you got to learn forgiveness. You got to do all that. But this will be such a huge part of how you um, actually execute all of that, um, if that makes sense. So anyway, uh, but when we another thing is that this idea that like renewing the mind is just 
totally up to God, like that we don't have, you know, like, like the thoughts that come in our head are we're just victim to them. Um, and so we can't control what pops into our heads, but we sure as heck get to choose what stays there um, or has a seat at the table. I know, Melanie, I've heard you say that before. Um, and so, you know, once something enters our mind, right, we can either zero in, zero in on it and like just really come into agreement with it or perseverate on it, um, or we can make the choice to reject it yeah. and kick it out. Um, and that's why we have to know God's word, though, because we have to, you, you can't, you will fill up an empty space, right? You will fill yeah. up an empty, okay. empty space. And so if it's got to be filled with good things. And so, because it's going to get filled either way. It doesn't just sit around empty. Um, and so, but we need to know the truth that sets us free. And I, I love that because it's the truth, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not just truth, but like the truth, you know, and believe and have come into agreement with that's, what's going to set you free. And by diving into God's word, by looking, you know, thinking on the things that are good and true. And if you look at Philippians four, eight through nine, um, we like to talk about four, eight, where it's like, think on all these lovely, wonderful things. Right. But four, nine says, and if you put this into practice, right? Yeah. So this is a verb. Like we have to actually do it. Like right. <laughs> we have to actually participate and actually partner with it um, for it to work. And like when you start thinking about that, when we latch onto that truth, when we understand that we have a part to play um, and we can step into that place and it's, and it's really, it's, you have to be intentional, but it's not hard. You have to be consistent, but it's not hard. Like the Lord gives us very simple things you know, to do in order to renew our mind. Um, and, and it will literally kill the lies, the fear, the anxiety, all of that stuff. Like we actually have control over how we feel about things and what we think about. Um, and so this is really how we shut the enemy down. Um, and, you know, if you get into, um, like a lot of times what we understand spiritually, it takes our physical body a little bit longer to catch up to, which I think is why this is so important too. Um, I know I, I referenced that a little bit earlier, but you know, we may have this incredible experience, right? And we're just like, I feel, I feel filled up. I feel, you know, I can see the Holy Spirit working, but I still have these thoughts that keep coming in, you know, right? Because that's been the path you've taken for so long, right? Our brain doesn't just stop doing that immediately. It, it has to be exercised and it has to be developed. And so I, I hope that gives people too a little bit of space to know, like when you don't physically, it's not physically happening as quickly as it is spiritually, maybe that, that you are continuing to step into that, continuing to practice, learning how to activate, you know, renewing your mind and actually doing it and giving your brain time to change and heal and redirect, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, no, that's so good. I, I love you even addressing the point of we're not a victim to it because, well, I mean, even hearing this key for the first time, just thinking about that the other day, that was one initial thought was, man, this this feels like the weariest battle in my life because of that lie that I believed for so long that I'm just I have to take it for, you know, for lack of a better word, like you just got to take it what's coming to you, like think on good things, but, but those things are just going to come at you and you just got to take it. And so going, Oh, you mean there's actually something I can practice that is going to, and we'll talk about this more that is basically going to um, defy those lies and, and 
go, you know, against the grain, so to speak, not come into agreement with them. Um, so anyways, all, the, all that, Sam, I'm so glad you said that. But one thing that has really been a life, for lack of a better word, life changer for me too here has been recognizing kind of the categories, I guess, of, of these lies that we believe. And Mel, you mentioned this earlier about how we grow up. Like if you think about, you know, I'm 35. Okay. That's a long time to be believing and living in lies that I have, you know, flushed out or listened to in my own head for my whole life. Like it's not just you wake up one morning and you go Philippians 4, 8, you know, and I'm, I'm never going to, um, you know, like there's more that there, there's a deeper work that has to happen, I guess is what I'm saying. And so kind of these three main categories yeah. affect uh, the way we, our beliefs about God, what we believe about ourselves, and then really what we believe about the world around us and, and believe even about others. Um, and if you want a couple quick examples, like see if any of these thoughts resonate. <laughs> Because they resonate with me. <laughs> like, have you ever had the thought, well, God, God's abandoned me. You know, I, I have to take care of myself. Like, I have to do this because he's going to let me down. Okay. That's in regard to your belief about God. Or, you know, I have to hustle. I have to be the one to get this done to promote myself because nobody else will do it for me. Uh, you know, belief about self. And I'd even say others that like can't trust others. You're all on your own. Uh, and then even no one else is trustworthy, you know, kind of on that same note. And I have to take care of myself uh, and get it all all finished. Do those kinds of things seem harmless at first glance? Like, oh, yeah, you're just such a strong person or, you know, they just become ingrained in you. And then you realize that, oh, my gosh, this is coloring the way that I interact with other human beings even my relationship and that intimacy with the Lord. I can't trust him. I can't rely on him because at, at the end of the day, my root fear is I'm afraid that, you know, of abandonment that he's going to leave me. So kind of identifying where, where are the lies that you're believing? And I love this uh, at Mercy. We're going to talk about these truth statements that we have, but really even before that, looking in, and recognizing, okay, where are the agreements that I've made with these lies? Like where in that moment of time did I go, yeah, I am worthless and no one could ever love me and I'll never amount to anything. Like where in my life did I start to really kind of, is self-fulfilling prophecy like a right way to say that? I don't know. But where did I start to like write that story in my head and, and live as if that were true? I partnered with that thought. Like There you go. Yeah. Yes, I partnered with that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, most definitely. And so rejecting the lie as a lie rather than going, oh, yeah, this is who I am. Like, I will never amount to anything. Uh, I will always be a failure. And then again, that's the trail that you're always walking down. And so here at Mercy, a real practical you know, application of this is we have something called truth statements. And it's basically just getting alone with the Lord and and inviting him to show you those places, to bring to mind those places of even that seven, eight-year-old self that maybe heard those thoughts or even took something that somebody else said and interpreted it a certain way and and made that your life story and have said, oh yeah, you, you know, my gym teacher said I would I would always be 
clumsy and awkward. So that's who I am and making living in that, that truth. And so going, Lord, would you bring those to mind? Would you bring those to life? Writing those lies down and then asking the Lord to reveal specific scriptures and even going on a hunt yourself for those specific scriptures and carrying those around with you. So they're accessible. All this to say, these have been so instrumental in my own life. And I just want to encourage you today, if you hear this and you go, well, I've tried renewing my mind and it doesn't work. Or that truth statement thing sounds cute, but like, I just know it's not going to work for me to give yourself time. Again, this did not happen overnight. This is a lifetime of beliefs. You would talk about the tree and the trunk and the roots. This is a lifetime of these beliefs and thoughts feeding your behaviors and the way you live your life. And so give yourself grace in this process to try and fail and ask for help and to continue to try. Because I think so many times, especially with spiritual things, we're really quick to the draw to give up. It's like, eh, it didn't work. In so many other areas of our life, we're like, we're good. You know, I'm going to get that degree. I'm going to get that job. Like the Lord will see you through this. He's faithful to finish what he starts and he's faithful to his word. So hang in there. Don't, don't do it one and done here with the truth statements. Cause I've seen the difference it makes even in just my own behavior because of the change in beliefs. So it's incredible. Yeah. And I, you know, I always feel like when we talk about this specific key, that it's so important to understand the role that the voice of God plays in all of this, because I know a couple of weeks ago on here, when we were kind of talking about setting the stage for the keys, we talked about the importance of being able to hear and receive from God. And I don't think that I uh, shared this on that specific show, but this is something I remember hearing one time from, um, Bob Hamp, he, he talked about just the difference between God's words and our words and how, and I always preface this by saying, I'm not saying that our words are not powerful. You know, scripture is very clear, like life from the power of the tongue, the, the words that we speak to each other, to ourselves are powerful, but I do not have the ability to create when I speak in the way that God has the ability to create when he speaks. And so it's like when God speaks in that process of speaking, he is creating whatever it is that he is speaking. And I mean, that's how he created the universe, right? Like he spoke stuff and it came into being. And so where my words really at the end of the day, just like describe something, God's words like actually deliver that very thing that he's speaking. And so I just think when it comes to renewing the mind, it's so, so important that we know how to hear from God, that we know how to receive from the Lord in that way, because when he speaks, there's something that shifts in our hearts and in our spirits in a way that doesn't happen with anybody else, even our own selves. And so for you to be able to hear from the Lord, it's very different, um, you know, actually, I'll share one of the stories that Bob Ham shares because it's really, it just, I think, perfectly illustrates this. He talks about a woman that he was working with, um, that he was counseling, and she came in for a session one day and was just in a horrible, horrible, dark, suicidal place. And they had this whole session, like 45 minute long session. And at the end, he's like, well, you know what, let's just go to the Lord and ask what the Lord has to say to you about all of this. And they like close their eyes and she kind of starts laughing. And he's, he's like, okay, well, 
what did I miss here? What, what did, what'd you hear? And, and she said, I, God just said the word peace. And he was like, are you kidding me? I, like, I just talked about peace for 45 minutes and then God says it once and like everything changes. Yes, that's exactly what happens. Like when the Lord speaks and delivers peace as he is speaking it over our lives in that way, um, it, there's just something significant that can shift in our hearts. And so to me, man, it's good to hear or to read truth statements. It's good to hear truth from one another. It's good to speak truth out of our own mouths. All of those things are so important, so important. But when I can actually hear those truths, like coming from the heart of God, that's why like when we give truth statements to people, like we have a download on our website that you can get that's truth statements. Those are great, but they can just be words on a page if you don't read those as if the Lord is speaking them to you and speaking them over you. And so, you know, if I would ever give that to somebody, I'm like, no, don't just read these, like receive these from the Lord, hear the Lord speaking these things over you. Because when you can receive and hear from him in that way, something really significant and supernatural happens. And so I just feel like that's a really, really key piece to this whole um, this whole renewing the mind. Key. No, that's so good. I love it. We would just want to encourage you as we close out, like Brooke said, that this is something, this is not like, oh, well, this new thing, but now everybody's trying. Like God said it. He, he knows how our brain works and to try it this week, again, give yourself grace, but to really commit that you want to, uh, you want to be playing an active role in this and that you don't have to just take whatever thought assaults you in your mind. So uh, we're pumped that you joined us today to dive into this key. If this was helpful for you or you found that, hey, this really encouraged me, feel, feel free to share it with a friend, please. Uh, but we're going to continue diving into these keys and I'm excited to get into to next week's topic as well. So make sure you join us here on Mercy Talk. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to Mercy Multiplied.